Welcome to the Cyber Guide, a security-focused podcast brought to you by Compass Cybersecurity. If you're a regular listener, thank you for coming back again. If this is your first time with us, we hope you enjoy this episode and welcome you to reach out to us with any questions. Hello and welcome, and you are listening to the Cyber Guide brought to you by Compass. This is Chris, and uh, sitting right next door to me is Chloe. Hi, Chris. How are you today? I'm doing well, Chloe. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. What is on the agenda for today? Today we're going to be discussing email security. Okay. Email security is a really hot topic right now because 91% of all cyber attacks start through email. And that is a huge number. Really unbelievable when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, Everybody has probably like three or four email accounts, so it's not surprising to, to hear that it's so large. But um, the, that's probably the number one avenue that everybody kind of shoots for when they want to start that realm of, I'm want, trying to attack somebody or I just want to hack somebody. I want to see how this rolls. Yeah, I mean, there's 3.7 billion email users to date. So there, it's a very large target market. And cyber criminals have a 1,425% return on investment through this avenue of cyber attacking. So you're telling me that not only is the email market huge, everybody seems to have one, uh, the hackers and cyber criminals make the most amount of money when they, they pursue this venue of attacking? It appears that way. That's incredible. All right, so we have a lot to go over in a short amount of time, so we want to try to get um, into this uh, as fast as we can so we can provide you with the most amount of information. And it's going to start off let's start off with what we probably all know we we need to have a very secure password yes so passwords should be long contain uppercase lowercase symbols no personal information i'm gonna i'm gonna do one better and what chloe just said is absolutely fantastic but really what we want to see here um, if the technology is available on that platform that you're using is the two-factor authentication. We want to put something else in between, maybe randomly guessing that your password's password123. I hope to God that it's not. But we want to put an, another factor, another, I guess, uh, venue, as you, as you will, of telling that application, okay, the password checks out. Now we're going to send you a text. There's maybe an application on your phone that's generating um, some type of passphrase also that also authenticates and gets you into that that email account of yours. Um, Second, we also want to prescribe if you're going to send anything with any type of personal information in it, uh, let's hammer down, let's make sure that it is encrypted. Um, Yeah, sensitive personal and financial information should always be encrypted when sent through email. Yeah, uh, regular email is kind of, it's plain text. You, you, could, you can almost pick it out. Even if it's not sent to your computer, if you're on the same cable, if they're able to listen on, in on that, they're able to, to pick out that email that you just sent and kind of pick out the information that they want to see. That, and they could do a lot, of, a lot of damage with that, especially if it's personal information. Um, but they could also you know, spoof your, your email, which is an awful, awful thing too. Um, I would say one of the cyber criminals' biggest attack vectors when it comes to email would be through phishing campaigns. So they formulate emails that make that appear legitimate, but 
This is a way for them to access your information. Yeah, fish. I mean, we, we, we do that here. We do fish um, companies just to kind of test out their employee um, their status, if, if they can pick out a phishing email. And if we can do it and have emails look pretty legitimate, I'm, I'm sure that person on the other side, um, that attacker, that hacker, they're, they're in it for the money. So they're going to try to make this email look great. It's, it's coming from Gmail. It's coming from uh, MyPay. It's coming from your bank. And it's going to it's going to look good. Gone gone are the days, and we can still see them out there. But I th uh, it's not as much anymore. You're not going to really see the bad grammar. You're not going to see the email address where it says, you know, have all these crazy letters in it, and from a domain that you've never heard before. You, you may still they may still be out there, but I think everybody knows now not to click on that. Um, well, I think that a lot of the emails that the phishing campaigns will come from, there will be one letter difference where. A lot of times, if you're not looking very thoroughly, you could think it is a legitimate email address. Also, the, in the email, cyber criminals have uh, links, and you think that, oh, it's going to this website, but really, if you hover over it, you can see it's redirecting you somewhere else that is probably an unsafe territory. Yeah, like, like masking that where that link goes. It's mm -hmm. not a very good point. Just If you hover over it, kind of show you that real link, but when you look at it, it just it says that you're going maybe to paypal.com or something. Um, so we went over email phishing, which is just, I think it's, it's killing everybody right now. We've had a lot of stories where people kind of paid the money um, to some type of account that they had to hurry up and pay. Um, and it went to somebody maybe, you know, in Europe or in Africa. But, you know, where this all kind of starts, where this all starts kind of in management and policy development and, um, and kind of employ, employee training also. Um, employee, there should be some type of standard across the board, maybe biannually, where everybody kind of gets together and they, they kind of go over what to look for, what to look out for um, in terms of email. But upper management, upper management is also it's an issue. Yeah, so we say that humans are often the weakest link when it comes to cybersecurity. But speaking of upper management, 87% of senior managers upload business files to a personal or cloud account, which is a huge issue because these accounts might not have the same credentials as, say, the business email with two-factor authentication. Management sometimes thinks that the policies don't adhere to them, but they need to follow it so then the people in their organizations follow it. Maybe sometimes they don't think that anybody can hold them accountable, but they'd really regret it if someone stole their information. And it's it's and that goes along that it's, that hits on so many points. And for me, being in, you know, I, I came from that administrative world where you didn't really want to make the life of that manager or let's say a couple of different managers too difficult. So you kind of you bring back that that security. So it's kind of it's a little bit more easier for them to manage all their items, to, for them to get to it. Um, and you, what you're really doing is kind of creating that whole, creating another um, vector for a possible mistake to happen. And uh, that's really the last thing you want to do, especially with somebody with, with the information that they carry. Um, that could be a lot, it's a lot more sensitive than um, just regular worker bees, I guess. Um, and then the other thing is you know, everybody loves the cloud because it's a little bit more cheaper. Um, they don't have to have all that th those those servers on on site. 
But when you when you do it, it kind of just there's a there's you just don't own that information. You don't know where that is. So I, I think that's something to also think about. Where do you want to store that that information that's so sensitive to your company and make that in you know, some type of written format so everybody knows. Some other policies that you could implement could be two-factor authentication, encryption. What else would you suggest, Chris? Well, there, you know, everybody wants to bring use your own phone to uh, connect to that email account, and there needs to be some type of way to um, telling that phone if if it's lost or stolen that we can do a remote wipe. That that may be a policy, that kind of bring your own device policy. Uh, where to store that information if it is in the cloud? Um, how would we get it? Um, backups of it? You know, is that included in the service? Um, if it's local here, how how does that backup? Uh, system work, um, making sure that we understand how far we can go back um, is important. Um, and then really just, you know, training, having a, a really good training platform where everybody's involved and just making sure that we're all on the same page understanding the security um, avenues out there. So not only is email security important to your organization, it could be a differentiator when it comes to clients. Clients could be feel more secure choosing your organization over a competitor because of all of these measures that you take to protect their information as well. Wow, I, of course. I mean, that's a you know very good point to bring up. You wanna you wanna stand out. You wanna make sure that you're you're doing the best that you can in protecting your data and your clients' data. Um, you know that that will speak hugely when somebody else wants to think about you as. Um, potential business partner. So altogether, I would say that email security is a multi-layered discipline in which you have to kind of act on every day. You can't just get lackadaisical when it comes to email security. No, you can't. Um, it, it affects everybody. Um, and in, uh, if there is some type of flaw, it, it could hurt a lot too. So we, you're dealing with an application that is, is used everywhere, it's attacked all the time, and um, you really can't do business without it. So something that it should be on the forefront of, of every security talk, how, we're doing, how are we doing, uh, what can we do that's better, um, and let's see what, uh, what we can, how, how we can implement that to get that uh, more secure, I guess. All right, well, thank you all, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of the Cyber Guide. Yeah, it's been great. Look forward to seeing you again soon. That's it for this episode of The Cyber Guide. We thank you for listening and hope you'll join us next time for another security-focused podcast. Remember to subscribe to our channel if you've liked what you heard and pass it on to your colleagues. The Cyber Guide has been brought to you by Compass Cybersecurity. Compass takes a risk management approach to cybersecurity, examining the employees, policies, and technology within an organization to give a complete view of their cybersecurity infrastructure. For more information on Compass and their mission to shift the world's data to be safe and secure, visit us at www.compasscyber.com.